Welcome back to Foundational Thoughts, the podcast of the Missouri Baptist Foundation, and we're beginning part two of a multi-part series where I'm sitting down with Terry Brown, and we're talking about church marketing. Terry, thanks for joining us again on the podcast. You bet, Neil. Now, when we start talking about uh, church marketing, there's going to be some who's going, oh, we shouldn't market the church, but last time in our last episode, you gave us a definition of marketing, and what's that basic definition of what marketing is? So really, everybody every day is creating a story by, the, by their life, and the church is doing the same thing. Okay. And so that story, how it's communicated, how it's created, is, is marketing. In other words, it's, it's putting out there who you are, what you're about, um, what, you're, what your character is, what you, um, how you live. And so in the past, we, all, we would just hear marketing and think of ads. Right. And but the the different authors that are writing and teaching about marketing are really saying it's really what your story is every day. Mm-hmm. It's what you communicate. Um it's what kind of dad or husband or mom or wife you are. It's what kind of student you are. Um so that story in the, in the word marketing, I mean it's a bad word only because we been talked into getting things we didn't want or, you know, we, we were disappointed in some way. False promises. False promises, which, which kills trust. Um, but, Neil, the church and believers have the greatest story, their own life story of what Jesus has done in my heart, your heart, and their heart is an amazing story. Um, but to, to tell that story and communicate it, Often in our world, where um, you know the advertise the the uh, there's a, there's a website that literally shows how many emails Facebook Twitter um, uh, uh, people are on on internet right now mm-hmm. how many are happening d- per day okay. and it's it's continual so it's just literally going click 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 and okay. it's showing right. um, millions and millions and so the, because of all the information that's in front of people today. It's hard to find out our story. It's hard. It it just feels like noise to people. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what Jesus said. So, by the way, I mean this is just my point of view. Sure. Jesus is a premier marketer because his his whole life was an incredible story, and people want to talk about it. They were following him everywhere. He was healing people, and right. they're saying, "Hey, did you just see?" That guy down the street, because the guy named Lazarus was dead, and he's alive. Or the the, the woman at the well, she just said, it, it, he, he didn't even share the gospel first. He, she was a Samaritan, and so Jesus started talking to her and then asked her if he could serve her with a drink of water. And so she comes to town and tells this story, so that... Those kinds of stories are real life. And then people start asking, well, who is he? What's he teaching? What's he mean by? Um, so when he was teaching the Sermon on the Mount, he said, you are the salt of the earth. And then he jumps to, you are the light of the world. And he said, let your light so shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And so... We're, we're, we're being asked, challenged, 
to follow his commands and and let our story, our light, um, his work in us be so bright, be so obvious that the word of mouth just starts spreading around. And mm-hmm. and, and so that's marketing. It's 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 the story. It's not a it's not an ad. Um, you can place an ad, but that's not really all that powerful. That just helps somebody find out where you're located or, you know, what your phone number is. Um, but the story that you have to tell, uh, that's really marketing. And, and what's uh, interesting to me, Terry, when I, when I listen to what you're talking about and, and I listen to a lot of radio now, it seems like in the marketing, you know, there's, a, there's the old adage that the theologian is sitting on the top of the mountainside and then the scientist finally climbs up all this knowledge to discover the theologian has already been there. Right. In some ways, I feel like marketing is that way because I'm hearing more and more companies wanting to tell the story of who they are more so than the product. Exactly. And we, we saw that a few years ago with Tom's shoes. Hey, buy a pair of shoes, you get another pair of shoes. Or you want to have eth- um, um, ethically um, sponsored and supported coffee. Right. Or you want to make sure this is good for the environment. or it's good. Th- and we're telling our story more than just putting a bunch of ads. You have to have some ads out there. They, know where, they have to know sure. where to find you. They have yes. to know what you're offering. But they're actually catching up to where the church has been, and it's just kind of an interesting thing to me as I observe that, because we have the greatest story, and they're trying to tell how their story is so great in order for you to lose weight, or here's how great right. the story is, so you get in this car. Exactly. And we've got a much better story. Why would we not want to do that to the very best of our ability? So part of it is we haven't been very good at marketing. We haven't <laughs> been very good. Um, in fact, we've kind of defaulted to Sunday morning, we've got a building, We've got a sign. We've got preaching. We've got Bible study. We're going to sing and worship together. That's our story. Mm. And that's a great, that's a great story, Neil. I, our, our, our church does that every Sunday. Right. So that's a great and story. And every church should. But the, the rest of the 167 hours during the week, we should be creative and be going after communicating our story. And so... We don't tend to, and, and I'm not being judgmental. I'm just going off of you, you. You just you just be observant, like you just watch. Right. We don't tend to excel. We tend to be a bunch of years behind um, culture in using tools and different creative ways to communicate our story and to communicate our personal story, our per- our personal testimony. The um, and and then meanwhile, you just said it. The world's going 100 miles an hour, communicating with every technology in every possible way, um, uh, so many different stories mm-hmm. all the time. And, and so that's so part of marketing is part of the how, not just the tactics. Like we could, we'll get to that in, okay. in, in another session coming up. But part of the how is answering a couple of questions. Okay. What do people say? when they think of your church or you? What do they say? And what do they not say? Mm. So when they think of a church, and they think of its location, and they think of the people there, so it's your church, or your, you, you may not be the pastor, but um, what do they say? What is, what is their description? Because, see, that's a, you're telling a story by existing, like you're telling a story by that, well, gosh, that church at Christmas time helps us with food for the poor. And, uh, and so, or 
that church is a church that the deacons show up at a business meeting uh, that where the city, you know, has their, their monthly um, alderman and mayor meeting, and they're angry about a liquor license. And, and, and again, it's, I'm not judging that. I'm saying that what, it, what do people say is a big part of your story? What do they say about your church? What do they say about you? What do they not say? And, and that's, we don't tend to think of that as marketing. That's completely marketing. In other words, that's the story. So it sounds like that we can't not market. Exactly. Because everything we do is marketing. Because that, if that's you, exactly it. If you have a sign, that sign, no matter what it looks like, is communicating something about who you are to the community. Exactly. And it can be that, 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 that event that you do that, okay, so uh, five years ago, a friend calls my wife, Jan, and says, I know it's Christmas Day, but this afternoon at 4.30, what if we went to the hospital and sang carols to people who are stuck there for Christmas? Right. And then we brought some bags of goodies for the nurses that are at the stations. Because we want nurses there on Christmas Day, too, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. And doctors or, or whoever. Right. And, 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 and Neil, first thing in my mind is, ah, oh, I'm in my pajamas. It's Christmas Day. <laughs> like, this is the most fun day to do nothing and do family all day. Absolutely. And I went, and, and, but I said yes, and I really didn't have a good attitude. I just said, okay, let's just make this quick. Right. Um, I didn't say quick, but in my mind, I thought quick. I know you did. And then we get there, and Neil, in the first room, this, this dear old man has, has um, had a stroke, and, he, and we said, you have a request, and we're singing Silent Night, and he's got tears in his eyes. Mm. And we said, how can we pray for you? And he said specific things, and then he shook our hands, and I had tears in my eyes and said, mm. sorry, Lord. I am so thrilled that we made this decision. So we've done it five years in a row since. Mm. So here's the story. It's not just the man and his wife. It's the nurses who, at the front desk, see us come back December 25th, 2018, a month ago, and say, you guys are so welcome to be here. Mm. We knew you were coming. Mm. You come every year, and you basically have free reign Here's let us guide you, but right. you know, would you and 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 it wasn't it wasn't to impress them. It, right. In fact, I didn't even want to do it. But the story that that was telling in a little way, and it wasn't, gosh, let's do this to get it in an article in the newspaper. That story becomes word of mouth and starts to spread, and it and it just spreads however God wants it to spread. But so it, it's exactly what you're saying. Everything that we do whether we like it or not, is telling a story, creating a story. And the beautiful thing and that's marketing. about the church is we're not doing that to make some money. We're not doing that to manipulate somebody. You know, PepsiCo right. may want to go out there and pass Pepsi out on Christmas Day or maybe be even get a bigger store by passing Coca-Cola around everybody right. and, and try to, because they're doing that to get something out of it. We're just trying to communicate that's our story. That's the story of Christ who sacrificed himself for us, and we just want to extend that story to you. Exactly. And so it's, it's, there's no way to avoid marketing. It's whether we're going to do good marketing or bad marketing exactly. for our cause. And our cause is too important, too valuable not to do good marketing. So when you drive by a sign that is not in good repair on the highway, or you drive up to a building and the parking lot's all broken down and the lights don't work and all those kind of things, right. there's a story that's being told there. Yeah, if your bathroom's dirty at church or people aren't friendly 
or if everyone who's who's teaching a Bible study doesn't really have a, a a you know they're not prepared and they don't have a great attitude and they're just not putting any passion into it. That's your story. Um, you know, I was reading Matthew nine thirty five. Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. And when they and when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And it's so good to teach that. But Jesus was living it like this was really actually happening. So wherever he was going in these towns and villages and synagogues. And he was talking about good news for people, life-changing news, and then he's healing their diseases. I mean, it helped that he was both man and God, and so he was able to heal their diseases. But, but so part of it is he had compassion in that he had empathy for people. He really cared. And so part of a story, a legit story, because otherwise we can be, the church can be bait and switch too. We can just go, gosh, we just want people there on Sunday morning. We want to count them. We need your money. And then we just we just want to have a, quote, ministry and count how many people got baptized. And, and none of those things, you know, I'm not trying to describe bad things. I'm just saying we can get in our habit and not have compassion or empathy where we really, we really go in the community and go, what do people actually need? Mm-hmm. Like Jesus was feeding, healing, telling stories. And then you talk about word of mouth. I mean, the word of mouth had to just been, it, well, we, we read it. It was, it was spreading like wildfire is, mm-hmm. who is this person? Um, and so sometimes the church is, shies away from that kind of attention to go, well, gosh, we don't want to be accused of marketing or, or being, uh, you know, um, I, I, too bold to to because you know we we need to be we need to stay focused on what we're doing is we do church and right. um but in reality that word of mouth is powerful well that, especially if that story that we're telling is a story that that person really does need right and so we're trying to communicate to them what they really do need sometimes marketing can be seen as selling me something i don't need a product exactly. a good or a service that i really don't need all those infomercials with all the little things that spin to clean up all the stuff that are in our right. house that gets dirty. Yeah, we're not trying. I think to, I have one. Of you those. have at least yeah. I have at least two or three of those yeah. of different kinds. Uh, but it's not about giving you something that you don't need or trying to convince you to buy something that's going to get you into trouble. It's going to cause problems. It's going to be a debt. It really is a conversation of trying to help you get what you need. And the better we can tell that story, the better off the kingdom is. Right. And it's almost easier, I mean, I'll be honest, because you, you've been on church staffs for tons of years, and then I've been on th- this staff here for nine years. It's easier to invite people to a building. Um, it's, it's easier to do different advertising to get them to come to the building Sunday morning. Um, preaching's not easy, and I, you did it. I didn't do it. You were doing it three times a Sunday. Yeah, that's, so that, that's a bit. So that's not easy. Um, <laughs> You only work one day a week, though, so you're fine. Right, it's true. But so what's harder is is to is to be out in the culture and create story by by letting our light shine and 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 building friendships and having compassion and building relationships with people who need Jesus or people who know Jesus in our culture and and then let that story 
um, go where God wants it to go. Um, but then, because of of technology, just like this podcast, somebody's listening to it, and so that that's just because of the they could be on their their smartphone and they just click a button, and they're driving to another city or somewhere, and they and and they listen to it. So there's there's so many ways that then that story that's being cultivated of who we are and what we're about um, starts to get communicated, and that that starts to go into the tactics because um, there 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 are reasons to use the things that God's allowed or given ideas to people to create to communicate more effectively or to communicate to more regularly or to more people or, um, you know, just to catch somebody at a time where it's not Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and at a time when they really need to hear of this great salvation story of who Christ is. Well, we're going to talk more about the tactics in our next episode together, but you've been listening to Neil Franks of the Missouri Baptist Foundation at our podcast called Foundational Thoughts, and we've been talking today with Terry Brown, a church marketeer, and uh, explaining to us what, what church marketing is and what it is not. And we thank you for listening to us, and join us again for an episode and part three of Terry and I's discussion on church marketing. Thanks for joining us today. 